0: You're listening to pot up episode 42 which is our wrestling special. We'll be looking at not one but two popular wrestling games in our video game book club this month, WWF No Mercy and Fire Pro Wrestling World. Join us at episode 42 of The Podd'em Up. My name is The Ollie and I'm talking to The Tibbs. The Tibbs. The Tibbs. The Tibbs. You smell what The Tibbs is cooking. We've got a wrestling special. Yeah. Today for you. And I say today because for the first time ever in the history of Podd'em Up, we are recording in the daytime. Yeah, it feels weird, doesn't it?
1: It feels weird. I don't like it. Actually. No, I don't
0: like it. I think we should return to the 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 nighttime world next time. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not into all this the... <laughs> all this
0: daytime stuff. Yeah, it's too oh, early. And, yeah, yeah. So, um, what you been up to then?
1: Um, not a great deal, uh... to be honest. Because uh, I I mentioned on Twitter my PlayStation broke twice.
0: Oh yes, 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 yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's um that's been a, a real Pain in the posterior, um, mm. given that I was playing the PS4 version of Fire Pro. Yeah. Um, so that's been a nightmare. Um, in terms of what I've been playing, I've put in about 30 hours into mm. Subnautica.
0: Okay. I, I, know this? The, I know the name. I don't know anything about it, I don't think.
1: It's a survival game, which I'm not usually the, the biggest fan of. Yeah. Because um, usually it's like all. You got to go find some coconuts or something, and if yeah, you don't yeah, get a yeah, coconut yeah. every five minutes, it's game over. And that's like, yeah. <laughs> not interesting.
0: Coconuts very important in the world coconut's, of survival games.
1: You know, <laughs> the 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 linchpin of human civilization. <laughs> um, but yeah, so on this one, you you crash land on an alien ocean planet. Uh, there's only yeah. like two little islands on the whole thing, um, and you've just got to survive and work out what to do how to get off the planet or find out why you crash landed and piece together the story as you go mm. um, it took a little while to click because like, I heard lots of good things about it I was playing it for a bit and I was like it's alright but I oh, don't know mm. but then something clicked, it got its claws into me, and that was it. I was you know, oh, cool. building little underwater bases, building a, a submarine, tootling about in a submarine, um, looking so at big it's, squids.
0: it's aquatic based mainly, is it? Yeah, it's all, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, there's like two small islands in the game, but like 98% of the time you're underwater swimming about or using little submarines and mm. gathering resources to build things and Building, then upgrading the the stuff you've built to get better and better things. So you can explore a bit further and go a bit deeper underwater, and um, then you find some alien goings on. There's little alien things happening, um, mm. but yeah, it's really good. Um, I started playing it on the PS4 because I got it ages ago. I think you know, I think it was free on. Do you remember when PlayStation... I think it was the beginning of lockdown when PlayStation Network were giving um, away free games.
0: I do remember that, yes. yes. I think
1: it was one of the ones there because I don't remember buying it, but I've got it in my PlayStation library, so I think it must have been from them.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, maybe I've got it as well then. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember getting a couple of things on that at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. So I
1: started playing it there and then obviously the PlayStation... I, I put in about seven or eight hours into it on the PlayStation, ah. um, and then I started having my PlayStation problems, so I bought the Switch version, and then started again from scratch on the Switch, and I'm up to like, I don't know, 23 hours or something on that now, so I've done about 30 hours plus on it, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good, it doesn't run very well on the Switch, if you're going to mm-hmm. play it, I would recommend playing it on anything but the Switch. Um, it's such a
0: shame with that, with the Switch, with that, isn't it, because invariably... They are sort of the worst versions for a lot of games, yeah. aren't they? It's, just, it's the sad truth about the Switch, isn't it? But it's just it the is. portability that wins it over for a lot of people, I think, isn't it?
1: I think a lot of it is is the expertise of the people making it, though. Because I know if you look yeah. at um, yes, is, The yeah. Witcher 3, um, I haven't played it, but I've seen videos of it. it. You can't really tell the difference, you know, side by side between, you know, how it looks on the Switch and how it looks on other platforms. And I have got the Switch version of Rocket League, and it runs perfectly. It's, it's yeah, superb. super. It's certainly
0: it's certainly possible. I think it's it's kind of it's a bit like a more of an older retro console in the sense that you mm. have to work a bit harder to get the most out of it, isn't it? It's like the Saturn or yeah. something. You know, it's 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 possible, but it it takes a little bit more work than say that an Xbox or a PlayStation doesn't
1: it? Yeah, it's not just a case of I I think porting between Xbox and PlayStation because the hardware is you know relatively similar they're both mm. x86 based you know there's not as much work involved as you know porting it to a completely different platform with you know much less memory much less processing mm. and i think time and budget pressures mean you know publishers and developers don't really get the chance to give them you know, the attention they deserve to get them running the best on the Switch.
0: Yeah, there's also the aspect of engines these days. A lot of games use mm. the same sort of engines like Unity, etc. Yeah, and sometimes they're not best suited for the Switch, are they? Or the you know, it's, there's a lot of layers of code there that it's difficult to sort of go down and and make sure it's compatible with the, the switch as, as much as it could be isn't it
1: yeah for sure i mean if you if you wanted to play if anyone wants to play it um i wouldn't completely disregard the switch version it's not unplayable like i said i've put sort of you know more than 20 hours into it um but just be aware that the frame rate really tanks in the later yeah. stages of the game Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a frame rate snob at all, but it really it struggles towards some of the later environments, and there's lots of texture pop in, and some of the textures are really low res. So it's playable, but if you've got the if you've got the ability to play it on PC, Xbox, or PlayStation, do it there instead. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. That's taken up most of the time. Besides, you know the the two games we're covering. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you get and... your
0: PS4 fixed in the end, or is it still broken?
1: I'm still waiting for some bits to come to to okay. do it again. Um, yeah. I think it, I I mentioned on Twitter there's like a little um, chip on the board that encodes all the HDMI before it goes out to the tally. Hmm. Um, and apparently, it's from what I've re- been reading up, it's quite prone to um, damage if you plug or unplug the HDMI port while the power's on. It can send like a little voltage back through and damage ah. it. Um, okay. Now I haven't been doing that, but I do use a, a automatic HDMI switcher. Yeah. Um, so I can because I've only got a limited number of sockets in the back of the telly, and I wonder if whatever way it's switching is affecting the PlayStation. If it's like, I don't yeah, know. It's the only be. thing I can think of because it's happened twice. You know, I got the f- the problem happened first, got a brand new um, chip and put on there, and then the same thing happened again, the exact same error. And it's just you know happening it once is bad luck, but two times with the exact same error, it's got to be something in the setup, I think. Yeah,
0: so. it's funny you should say that because I've got a switcher down there as well uh, with my TV, but my PS4 didn't like it. It just kept sort of going off whenever I had it in the switcher. So it's ah. now it's it shares a socket with my little mini PC, which I stream from my big PC. So I have to swap those in and out. So they, I think mm. both of them like like a proper HDMI um, yeah. socket. So yeah, it's you funny do get things like that sometimes.
1: I've had it plugged in for years and it's never had any problems. It's just but it's the only, you know, when you I've gone through every other sort of link in the chain and that seems to be the only thing it could be. So, mm. you know, when I get this new part through and I get it all back up and running again, I'm going to just have it plugged straight into yeah. the tally now and then, you know.
0: Yeah, just avoid it
1: just avoid it completely so yeah i i so i haven't actually played um any more fire pro since all the the ps4 troubles began um Mm. but i played enough of it so i should be able to get talking yeah
0: well we'll, when we get to that well i I find that my playtime with it didn't necessarily correlate to what i want to talk about it because i've done some bit of research and there's a lot of depth in that game that Mm. i didn't cover (laughs) cover in my playthrough (laughs) so it's just as well anyway to be honest but we'll we'll get to that
1: yeah cool what about you
0: yeah, I've been playing quite a bit. Um, Cruising Blast. First oh of all. yes, yeah, lovely little arcade racer. Isn't oh, it's it? it's, so good! It's so nice to have it as an outright daft arcade racer again, yeah. isn't it? It's just, it's just, yeah, it's great fun. Really good. Um, I think I'm on. I'm doing the medium difficulty. I think I'm one gold medal away from unlocking the last Grand Prix in yeah. there. So uh, yeah, working my way through that. Um, speaking of arcade, we, um, we we went to an arcade. Because we had a little holiday trip a couple of weeks ago. What well, arca- 1995. Yeah, it's a 1995. <laughs> <laughs> no, a modern day arcade, sadly, but it was still quite fun actually. Alice quite enjoyed it. She liked the old two p machines, you know. She's just- you just, you just see her there she just keep oh, putting right. them in what you right. know proper it's just, old school one. well yeah, it's, it's a normal arcade so they got those they've got a few proper what we would call proper arcade machines in the corner just for the mm. you know the oldies you know to keep us happy a- among which was cruising blast actually that's one of the really it's one oh, of the no. well it is one of the modern arcade machines you can find now these days so you've I think you'll see it quite a lot but I had to go on that also really enjoyed uh, the Jurassic Park shooting game I don't know if you've seen it it's like in a jeep and there's yeah, all these yeah, dinosaurs yeah. it's like it's a um, what do you call it? Uh, an on rails uh, mm. shooter. Is that a um,
1: new one, or is that the like the old, the one?
0: The graphics didn't look super new, so I think it's it's not super new. I don't think, but oh, um, it is really really good fun. I put oh, a lot, is, I put yeah, a lot yeah. of coins into that. <laughs> um, and it's just it, it made me want to get uh, get more into like similar games on the Wii. Cause that's probably the best way you can replicate it in the home these days, isn't it? If you don't oh have yeah, CRP. there's
1: some really good light game, light game games on the Wii, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got, what have I got? I've got, um, oh I've got House of the Dead 2 and 3. I've tried mm. that before, that's quite good. Um, uh, there's links Crossbow Training, but there's a few others that I want to get. Um, they sort of vary in price, some of them are a little bit expensive, but uh, I might get some of them. So it's got me into that really. I would
1: definitely put um, House of the Dead Overkill on yes. your list. Yes. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Because okay. I would like to cover that on the would show you? one time. Yeah, oh,
0: okay. I'll have a look into that then. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, arcading it up. They had uh, the little uh, the Mario Kart one as well. They got like Mario Kart yeah, tour I've seen or something. Those, yeah. 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 So just a little, li- like literally those three machines in the corner, and everything else was kind of those ticket machines, you know. But
1: that, that's the thing. The like arcades, the, the few I've been in, like the. Uh, the place we used to go on holiday, they used to have a lovely little arcade in there. Mm. Um, a couple of good arcades, actually. And the last time we went there, I mean, I don't know when it was. It would have been pre-pandemic, so, I don't know, three or four years ago. The yes. only proper, quote-unquote, arcade games they had was um, a big um, Halo arcade game. I can't remember what it was called, but it's some, you sort of sit in, you've got like a big gun, and I think you're on the back of a warthog or something in... It, um, not an actual warthog, obviously. The warthog mm. is the name of the <laughs> yeah, the yeah. D- d- car in Halo, and you're sort of shooting things about and stuff. Um, and it had like a little feature where you could scan like a QR code or something. It would link it to your Halo profile, and you could unlock mm. things on like the home version of the the games, which is quite good. Yeah. Cool. Um, and they had the Mario Kart, and that was it. And mm. all the other ones, it was like they had like a giant crossy road type. Yes, thing.
0: I've seen those. You get that. That's the other thing you get, like app um so arcade versions of apps, yeah, uh, weird, yeah,
1: arcade versions of phone apps, and there's like a pac man two fifty six one as well, that, that infinite yeah. Pac man thing, and the rest is just like like ticket machines and like you know mm. stop the light at a certain point and win some tickets <laughs> and things like that and it's like. Uh, it's all right but i want to play some games
0: yeah so do i i think we had a, a, quite a lot of fun there just because she enjoyed it far more than we expected her to we thought it'd be <laughs> a bit overwhelming for her and she want to go but no she loved she loved everything as you know and we won uh like this pac-man thing uh, the, uh, the, the grabber you know we're oh, like, yeah, yeah. talking about yeah this little uh, you you get hardly anything for your for those tokens really you kind of get them all off and we had about 250 in the end so we bought another one of those little things and you know, we spent a lot more money than we got out of it, really. But I think it's yeah, great it's, it's, it's for quite, kids, so, isn't it? It's, it's all the great, lights yeah. and
1: noise and atmosphere. It's oh, just really it. exciting for kids. We
0: literally went back there four times. She loved mm. it. She just wanted to kept going. Back. Are we going to the arcade today? Are we going to the arcade today? So uh, <laughs> that was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll find some more of those for her. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, back home, I've been playing a little bit of Kirby in the Forgotten Land.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, I haven't bought it. I, I, I well, I budget want... To... It disallowed me.
0: Okay. I was going to ask, if you're going to... if you're planning on buying it within the next month, we mm-hmm. could do it as the next book club.
1: Oh, yeah, I'll be buying it. I'll be buying it on payday, but um, I just didn't... I wanted to get it on launch, but you yeah, know, it yeah, just yeah. didn't work out. But, yeah, yeah, well. Okay. We well, I was going that.
0: to... Because I've got a backup if you didn't want to do that, but I could say... Because that's my pick next. So, I mean, we're doing this unusually early in the show, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um... <laughs> If you want, yeah. we could do it for next month if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, let's do Okay, right, yeah. all right. Well, there you go. Early on, cemented in next book club pick: Kirby uh, and Forgotten Land for the Switch. <laughs> yeah, um, it's good. I've only done the first couple of worlds, um, but it's it's nice. It's just nice little. Um, it hasn't challenged me yet. I don't know if it sort of will because it's quite it's, it's quite you know kid friendly. You know, it's kid friendly. But, but it's, it's nice. There's nice ideas in it and everything. Um, but yeah, save most of my thoughts for the, for the next show then, I guess. Yeah. Yes, good one. Uh, also been playing um, Bowser's Fury, which is that uh, add-on for oh. Super Mario 3D World. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite good as well.
1: Is it worth it if you've already bought, because I've already got 3D World on the Wii U, Yeah. so I haven't double-dipped on this one. Is it worth a double-dip?
0: Maybe. I haven't progressed far enough in it to be sure. I think it's a fair, fairly substantial little thing, and I think it's about maybe, I'm guessing, getting this off the top of my head, I think I read it somewhere, it's about four or five hours of content. And it's kind of an open world thing, in, in it's all connected. Like, it, it, so you're on an ocean, and these different um, challenges appear in little islands. And when you once you do a certain number of them, new ones keep coming up. And then Bowser, a big like a massive angry Bowser, keeps coming up and throwing fireballs at you. Um, it's uh, it's nice, yeah. It's a nice it's usual Mario creativity. I think mm. if you can ever see it cheaper, um, probably worth a pickup. Mm. Or if you want to just play through 3D World again. Um, we haven't played a, a lot of the 3D World yet, but I think it's, you know, it's the same. It's pretty much the same, really. I
1: was going to say, I don't think there's any changes to the core game, is it? I don't Bows think so. The, the Bowser's Fury is thing. the main
0: Fury is the main thing, yeah. Um, it's weird, because the camera in Bowser's Fury is the same as Odyssey's, so it's, it follows you around instead of that sort of zoomed-out perspective. Oh,
1: right, okay.
0: But the moves, I think, are the same as 3D World, so I was like trying to do a backflip where you hold down the trigger and jump, mm. but he does a sort of a crouchy jump instead, so you've got to kind of reconfigure your head a bit when you, yeah. when you play it, but yeah, it's quite nice, yeah, not too bad a um, bit more Red Dead Um, that's good, I kind of want to explore a bit more, but sooner or later I come into like this gang of rival cowboys who just kill me so I'm kind of doing, doing the missions at the moment just to kind of get better and get better stuff, yeah. know a bit more about it but uh, yeah, it's nice teeny weeny bit more on Final Fantasy 9 sort of a couple of days ago, but that's all I've played in the last in the last couple of months of that, I think. I'm a bit behind on that.
1: You saw Sonic 2?
0: I did see Sonic 2. That's the other thing I did. Yes. Yes. Uh, you haven't seen I it? I haven't yet? seen it. No. Is it good? It's a brilliant. It's, it's amazing. I think it's... I mean, I think if you're a Sonic fan, you'll get a lot more out of it than if you're not a Sonic fan. But yeah it's, it's so good it's like i mean you could they could have done this in like 95 or 96 you know plot wise it's all it's like taken straight from like sonic 2 and sonic 3 and knuckles there's so much oh, in right. there okay good it's um it's funnier than the first one the first one i was i it was still funny i was kind of smiling through most of the first one in this one i was laugh out loud laughing quite a oh, lot right, okay, there's a lot good. of really yeah. good jokes in it knuckles is handled really well he's kind of he's he's sort of imposing again like he was when he when they first brought him out you know but he's also got this uh naivety to him that he's brought in been brought into this world and he doesn't really understand like human how humans do things and there's there's a lot of humor from that like he's not it's not like oh he's dumb it's like he's he's just out of fish out of water kind of thing and he's it's done really well by idris elba uh jim carrey's fantastic you know, he sort of steps up his game again just to become even more kind of crazy and out there. Uh, yeah, highly recommended. Brilliant. Oh, great. Mm, very good. Yeah, Thank I you. love
1: the first one. So, I yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm. Um, yeah i'm gonna wait for the sort of home video release i think yeah, i'm not i don't course. want to i'm too too fear to venture into a cinema at the moment but yeah um...
0: well i tell you what helps for that actually getting covid because that's what we had just after the last episode we we all got oh COVID. really yeah we were very lucky with it it was very mild um it's probably the mildest thing that Alice has ever brought home from school really <laughs> because <laughs> thanks to all the jabs and everything so yeah. yeah it was all fine and then after that we kind of felt like You can kind of go anywhere then because you can't really get it again and you can't give it out once you've once you've finished it so yeah it's um that certainly helped (laughs) Mm. but i went on my own i wanted to take alice but i thought you know she'd never been to a film see a a film in the cinema before and she'll probably be like halfway through oh i want to go or something to eat or you know and i thought that'll just ruin my experience yeah (laughs) And Abby wasn't really keen on me taking her anyway, so I said, "Okay, fair enough, I'll go." And then perhaps when it comes out for rent, we can rent it because I want to see it again, actually. Yeah, um, and then I, I can sit her down because she's quite been quite into into Sonic lately. She keeps asking to play Sonic Mania and that, um, which brings us on to the next topic of our conversation. News. Uh, so Sonic Origins. Um, I'm uh, I'm very excited to see. All the stuff that they're going to add, yeah. um, but you have some some issues with, the, with the more have finan- issues with the more financial side of things.
1: I just, I just think they've really. I don't. I just don't understand. Sega are so frustrating. They're mm. so. They're such a frustrating company. I don't. Un- I don't understand what goes through their minds. I don't know. I can't. I can't fathom what goes through their heads. It, it looks amazing. It looks so good. Yeah. Everything about the game. I I love the extra modes. The mirror mode, I think, is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I lo- it looks like they're going to have a load of ec- cool supplemental material, magazine scans, concept art, all kinds of great stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, um, I think you said it was confirmed, the retro engine version of uh, Sonic 3 Knuckles.
0: Yeah, all of them will be the retro engine, as far as I'm aware. Um, Which
1: is what everyone's been wanting yeah. for, you know. I don't know how many years. It must have been almost sort of five or ten years ago when the, um, the proof of concept video of it running on a mobile came yeah. out. Yeah, you know. So it's everything that people wanted, except they're gonna nickel and dimers on stupid pre-ordered nonsense. You know, I just the spreadsheet that shows what versions have what in. It's so Um,
0: stupid, isn't it? It really is very stupid. It's
1: really stupid. Um, If you want the full package, you've got to pre-order it. Okay, can I pre-order it on Switch? No, the Switch is coming soon. Okay, well, can I order the normal version and then get the rest as DLC? Okay, yeah, you could do that. How much is the DLC? Dunno, yeah, we we, we won't tell you that. (laughs) Okay, well, when's it coming out? Um, We'll tell you later. It's coming soon. It's coming Mm. soon. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, say I go for the Digital Deluxe Edition. What extras do I get? Oh, well, you get animations on the menu. And... Some hard some missions, th- I think. 3D and... islands, something. You can yeah. look at an island in 3D. It just, what is mm. the point?
0: There's no point. I, they're, they're... I, what
1: is the point? It's so... <laughs> and then, the in-game currency... And then it turns out, you know, because obviously, in-game currency in the modern parlance means microtransactions. That's what in-game currency means. You can't say in-game currency, oh, well, well, no, that's actually just you can collect things to unlock extras. You can collect things to unlock extras in No Mercy. There's a shop. I never. I don't remember any advertising saying No Mercy for 4 features in-game currency. <laughs> oh, God does my nut what is the point just sell the game and let me buy the game that's all i want and there's not even much it's not like the normal version sorry i'm really worked up about this it's not like the normal version is like 20 quid and the digital deluxe version's 40 quid so you you know you can sacrifice some of the luxury features and just get a budget version there's about a fiver between them
0: yes there is it's so stupid and amongst that spreadsheet there's like two in the middle that have some of the digital features but not all of them yeah and even there's a fiver difference between the normal thing and the i mean who's gonna what's the point in those two middle ones what it doesn't make any sense does it
1: i i think the two middle ones are the dlc packs so if you buy i i think if you buy the basic one then you can choose between those two packs if you want Some music tracks, which apparently are just like on a sound test menu, as far as we can tell. yeah, Uh, They're not integrated into the game. You could just pay to listen to some tracks on a soundtrack menu rather than, I don't know, YouTube. Um, I don't know. I I, I just don't know what is... I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know how this idea got off the table when it was proposed. I don't know, like, you've got a boardroom meeting. I don't know how everyone just didn't look with disgust at whoever (laughs) suggested it.
0: <laughs> it's so annoying, isn't it when you've got such a good product that's actually met you know a lot of the fan contributions have been put into this you know you've got like uh the some of the guys from the uh, Sonic mania team are doing the the porting and everything and a couple of others I can't think off the top of my head now. but you know there's so much love put into the product yeah. and then these financial guys have come along and said right we're going we're gonna to restrict this we're going to put some DLC there we're going to cut up this big spreadsheet yeah uh, and the
1: nouveau um, on the PC version because of course
0: yeah yeah and no physical either. That's no physical thing. version, no. For some reason. There's no, I mean, Sega published games, part of that is making, you know, it's not like they, they don't have the capacity to do that for some reason they've decided not to at the moment anyway. It wouldn't surprise me if they, because a lot of people have responded in the, this way, it wouldn't surprise me if they if they do come back and say, okay, let's condense this down a bit and just just do the, the normal version, the deluxe version. Sonic Colors had the similar thing when they did that last year. They had a normal one, and a deluxe one, and sort of nothing in between, and that was yeah. that was fine. Yeah, I didn't actually get the deluxe one because it was just it was just like little extra things I didn't really care about.
1: I just think for you know what is meant to be a celebration of Sonic's oh, is it 30th anniversary?
0: Well, it was if it were a year earlier. If it were yeah. <laughs> coming out, it, it, I think the release date is the 23rd of June. This year, so it's exactly one year late <laughs> yeah. for the 30th you anniversary.
1: Know, for what is ostensibly meant to be a celebration, they could have just done so much more—a nice physical version. You know, I, I, you know, I've bought Sonic Mania four times. Yeah. You know, PS4 digital. Well, I think
0: that's probably to be to be honest, that's probably what you're ca- they're counting on you doing again, because they, yeah. I reckon they are planning a physical version. But they'll just put it out later, so that we will buy it again. Probably because do, do you, you think because we, yeah, be we will. Yeah, because Sonic Mania was
1: a, when Sonic Mania came out, the, the official line was no official plans for a physical release, and then yes, you know. So I will. I, I, I'd be surprised if that doesn't happen. Yeah. But for you know what is meant to be a, a flagship release of the of the year for Sega, I would have expected a, a bit more. I don't know, a bit more care given to the presentation of it yeah I just Mm. think they've really they just really dropped the ball on it I don't know how (laughs) I just don't know and we still don't have Sonic Mania 2
0: no, this might bring us a little bit step closer to that if if some of those guys are working on it but I wouldn't hold my breath Um,
1: but in in terms of the game I am really excited for it I think it looks fantastic that's
0: what I've been trying to focus on really because, you know, at the end of the day, as long as I can get all that stuff, it doesn't bother me too much, but I can see why you're annoyed and why other people are annoyed, because it is just stupid, and it does kind of set a precedent. If they can get away with it this time, they'll keep doing it, so we need to keep a lid on it, really, don't we?
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's not like... I mean, you can argue. It's not an argument that holds any weight with me. I still think it's, you know, it's just money grabbing. Mm. But with something, say... Uh, the new Assassin's Creed game, um, where it's th- tens of thousands of man-hours and all the investment in these new technologies and new engines and all kinds of stuff that they you could argue they don't think they're going to recoup their costs from just the retail price alone. So yeah. having, you know, deluxe editions and options and in-game purchases and things can just you know, bolster the development costs a bit. I don't believe that, but you could make that argument. You can't make an argument porting a bunch of 30-year-old games.
0: No. It just doesn't hold water. No. There's a bit of effort gone in. Obviously, they've got to do Sonic 3 and Knuckles. The other three, they've done, it's already there. You know, they can just bring them over. Um, Obviously, missions and things, uh, and all the extras. Uh, But there's not not enough here to match, say, an Assassin's Creed, is there? No, not at all. And
1: you say the other two are done and you're quite right and not only the other two done but the community has decompiled them and ported them to
0: everything for free yes they (laughs) have yes they've already done it for them they've done it for them (laughs) it's true Yeah.
1: oh Sega sort yourselves out yeah but yeah, I, I'm, after all that, I'm going to be part of the problem, because I am going to pre-order, yes. and I'm going to pre-order the Digital Deluxe Edition. So everything yeah. I've said makes me complete hypocrite, but there we go.
0: Exactly. Oh well, never mind. Anyway, uh, yeah, but bottom line, I'm glad that they, because it would have been terribly disappointing for them to stick out just five ROMs on a disc and, and, and not... And call it, a day. I have to so, say, I
1: was worried they were gonna do <laughs> me
0: that. too, yeah. But the longer it went on, the more I thought, oh, maybe they won't do that. And I'm i I'm, the thing I'm most looking forward to, I think, is just to be able to sit and hopefully play these with Alice because uh, she loves playing as Tails alongside me, yeah. And we've done it in Sonic Mania, we've done it a bit in Sonic 3 Air. She doesn't like it so much in Sonic 2 because Tails can't fly, and you can't do it in Sonic 1. <laughs> so I'm hoping that i think there was a little shot in the trailer of knuckles playing being able to play as knuckles and tails which i don't think has been happened before officially so i'm hoping that you can have a flight a flighted companion tails in all five of those games and that'll be awesome because then i can just introduce her to sonic history and she'll love it Mm. um so that's probably what i'm most excited about really um and and the missions the missions will be good
1: I could say the missions would be good. I think there's going to be a hard mode and a boss rush, and you yeah. know, all all kinds of new little ways to experience the games. Which yeah, I think, yeah. Is I, think
0: I think that all that core stuff, as long as it all holds up, I think that's a that's a great example of how to do a collection of old games and introduce new things on that you can't necessarily get anywhere else. Uh, I think that's the way to do it, definitely. Yeah. Mm.
1: And the, the thing is, I um, do you follow um, CyberShell on YouTube? I uh, No. Nope. He does low. He does lots of good Sonic stuff. Hmm. He did. I think it was a playthrough of Sonic Two, where <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he said "you Sega" every time he jumped as a protest for um, Sonic Three and Knuckles not coming out on Retro Engine, <laughs> and he did the whole the whole thing like that. And he said uh, he did a later video and he said if Sega ever release a Retro Engine Sonic Three and Knuckles. Uh, he'll do a playthrough saying "I'm sorry, Sega" every time he do, every time he jumps, and he put out a video saying he's going to do it as soon as it's Brilliant. released. He's going to well do a, a thing where he says "I'm sorry, Sega" every time he jumps.
0: <laughs> oh, fair enough. I mean, it took him a while. It took, it took yeah. him you know ten years or so. But
1: but he was saying on there the the loving care that went into um, the Sonic uh, Mega Collection back in the day, all the menus yeah. and the music and the presentation. Sega know how to do it. Mm. it yeah. they knew they, they can do it
0: mm.
1: but they it'll be good though we're gonna have fun with it when it comes yeah
0: on. of course the only question remains is about the music doesn't it sonic 3 music but yeah well um i reckon i reckon they'll they'll because it's got the original roms in it hasn't it as well as the retro engine you yeah can, you can still play them you can presumably, still play presumably the original... they're they're unedited with the, that music in anyway i would hope so I reckon. I reckon they'll be able to put them in. They've worked something out. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I got got to be honest. The beta music has grown on me a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Over the years, since you know, since it's been added into like Sonic Three Air and things, I, I do, I tend to play it more with that than the original music. But for oh, okay. preservation's sake, they, I think they really need to to include the original music if they can. Oh
0: yeah, I mean Ice Cap.
1: You can't beat that. Can yeah,
0: you? fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So um, is there any other news stories you caught your eye this last month?
1: I don't think so.
0: No, I don't Um, have anything.
1: No, I don't think so. As we always say, there probably is some major story that we completely glossed over, but uh, it's all about Sonic today. It's all about
0: Sonic. It usually is, to be honest, in this podcast. Um, Right. Let's put that aside. Let's get wrestling. Yeah. So we've got um, Let's not 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 really No. Let we, so this is a wrestling special We've got uh, two book club games to talk about We've got WWF No Mercy for the N64 And we've got Fire Pro Wrestling World To talk about as well And we're going to have a little bit of res- general wrestling chat first Shall we? Yeah, that, yeah Just go back in time, the old school So we'll yeah, have a little break We'll come back and we'll do a bit of that
2: Okay I think I'm cute I know I'm sexy I've got the looks that drives a girl. While I've got the mood that really move them, I sit chill them. up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy, toy. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy, toy. I make them hot. I make them shiver Their knees get weak Whenever I'm around They see me walk They hear me talk I make them feel Like they're on cloud nine I'm just a sexy boy, sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. boy toy I'm just a Sexy boy, sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy Ain't your heart out, girl Hands off the merchandise I think I'm cute I know I'm sexy I've got the looks That drives a girl wild I've got the moves That really move em. I said, Sheila down there, I'm just a sexy boy. sexy boy. I'm not your boy, toy, boy, toy. I'm just a sexy boy. sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. Boy,
0: toy. Welcome back. So uh wrestling. 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 Um I didn't get into wrestling till nineteen ninety-nine. I think.
1: Yeah, about at the same time. Yeah,
0: because yeah. obviously there's a, you hear a lot of nostalgia for the pre, pre-rest, pre-99 pre pre era, you know, the, the sort of the classic era, but equally, about the attitude era as well. And I think I sort of came in at the right time, really. Um, I, I, how did I get into it, really? Because I think I got WWF Warzone for the N64 first, before I started watching it on the TV. For some reason, I think a friend of mine convinced me to get it, you know, like I had got a lot really good time with it the creative wrestler thing and everything and obviously i saw all these wrestlers in there and they were a little bit out of date by then but i started watching it and i I think a lot of my friends at school were were into it you'd hear a lot about it wouldn't you so yeah i
1: think that's how i got into it yeah played a few games over the years different like wrestling games but never really like wrestling was really big when i was in primary school Hmm. um but I didn't it was only on like um sky and cable television and we didn't have that so I I never got to watch it so it was just I was aware of it but I never really got got into yeah. it um and then yeah everyone talked about it in school and I started watching it to see what it was all about and even though I still had trouble watching it because we only had sky 1 we didn't have sky sports and all the um subscription ones so I had to try and scab pay-per-view recordings off of people in school <laughs>
0: yeah you get like those catch-up things on sky one wouldn't you like was it uh was it livewire or was that the original name for it it became something else i think yeah it, it was
1: like, channel four you to have heat on and they do yeah they, that's right they'd have like a few catch-up things on there and then there was uh superstars as well which was like a catch-up show that's right
0: yeah was it metal was another one i think oh yeah 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 that's right um, and you get SmackDown in the in Saturday mornings when you on Sky Saturday on. Mornings, yeah. but yeah, you had to have the the, the cable for the full Raw experience and you and the pay-per-views and everything. Yeah, because I used to I'm going to be talking about um, our old friend Martino a, a few times in this because we sort of got into it at the same time and he he didn't have Sky either. So I I think <laughs> I charged him 50p for this every week, but I would <laughs> record Raw and SmackDown for him on a tape and I'd give it <laughs> to at the same tape. He'd give me the tape. I'd record them both. I was watching them anyway, so it's not like I was doing anything. <laughs> So fifty p for like the strain of my VCR or so I don't know. That's amazing. But yeah, that, for some reason we worked out that deal. He was perfectly happy with it, but I could do kind of feel a bit guilty about taking so much money. <laughs> oh, <off. laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, we're gonna
1: get a cease and desist from Titan Sports now. They're gonna sue you for all those fifty p's back
0: they are yeah they might also sue me for all the, the wrestling entrance music I'm going to put in this episode but yeah. <laughs> oh well um so yeah for him and me we sort of we really got into wrestling that was like the main thing you know I was into Sonic before that but for a couple of years Sonic kind of took a back seat to wrestling really as my main thing that I loved and yeah loved all the all the games and everything yeah just I, I don't know what it is because it's weird because you get people who don't get wrestling at all and I kind of exactly see where they're coming from but at the same time i think it's brilliant (laughs) because it is like it's like a soap opera really isn't it you know it's got like storylines and you know they got like the perfect structure for a, a soap opera because like the, the monthly pay-per-view thing i mean because you know you get this feud building up over the weeks and they kind of keep them apart you know you want to see them fight but they don't you know you don't quite you get little glimpses of it and they trash talk each other and it all builds up to this pay-per-view thing and they then they have their match and they might spill over into the next night and things like that and it's just like that every month cycle and it's always you know you you, you know it's all scripted and you know it's kind of you see the same sort of things happen over and over again but I don't know. There's just something so good about it.
1: <laughs> oh my! God. Do you know what? I just had a flash of a memory. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's gonna say, sound... <laughs> "Oh, this this was awful at the time." Cool. I remember, right? We were, I think, we were queuing outside to go into a class. It must have been probably science class.
0: What you and me? Yeah. Yes. That's, that, I think that's the only one we had together, wasn't it?
1: That's probably the only one we had together, I think. So it must yeah. have been that. Okay, on. Cool. And I, could, I was, because I used to sit at your table, but I don't think we were like proper friends Then we were just sort of in the same no. sort of sphere. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, it was just around the time I'd, I'd started watching it um, sort of regular at home. And I was still new to the whole wrestling thing and the whole how it worked. It was all really exciting. Yeah. And there was an episode of SmackDown, I can't remember who it was, I'm just going to pick someone at random. The Rock was fighting someone, and instead of his finishing move, say he was fighting Triple H, instead of doing the Rock Bottom, he did the Pedigree instead. Yeah. And I thought it was like, incredible. oh my God, what, a, what an insult. <laughs> He's using his own He's using his own, own finisher, kind of
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was talking I was talking to you and I said, Oh, did you did you see SmackDown and the the rock used a pedigree? And you looked at me really deadpan and you went, Yeah, that was really something And then turned your back
0: and I went Oh I'm so sorry I went, Oh, well, I thought did
1: it was I... good. Oh, I'm so sorry about that
3: <laughs> 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 Really oh, to the no. window at
1: myself. So I was like, oh no. Oh, oh, I'm no, so
0: sorry was about good. that. Oh no. So that was <laughs>
1: Oh it's funny
3: th- the things you remember. And
0: yeah, I must have been watching it a bit uh, quite a bit before that and obviously Yeah, you thought, were,
1: I think you were you you were wise to the Yeah, I was wise to, to that. The, I to the thought, the game then.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> it's terrible. That's so weird. I don't remember that at all, but I'm very sorry about that. That's um, right. it's all good. Yeah, no, no. Um, but no,
1: I th- I think honestly like I think everyone who gets into wrestling would probably think that the era they got into wrestling was the best one. Yes. But I really think the Attitude Era was the best era. Oh, of it, wrestling.
0: there's, there's no question about it, really. I, I mean, I say that as not having watched much wrestling since the Attitude Era, but you know, or before. But it's got to be, isn't it? Because it's, yeah. it was so popular as well. Like everyone at school, or well, the boys, anyway. You know, it, it, everyone watched it, really, didn't they? Yeah. And everyone, yeah. It, it was, I don't know. It just seemed like it was everywhere. Particularly that sort of, I remember sort of 2000 Royal Rumble time. I think that one. I think that one alone was on Channel Four, the Royal Rumble. And I yeah. remember so many yeah. people watched it that wouldn't even normally watch wrestling, even though it was That's on like 1am. Right, I,
1: I think Channel 4 got four a year, didn't they? They got four of the. Oh,
0: maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that sounds yeah. familiar, actually. Yeah, maybe they did. But Royal Rumble, that, they definitely had that one. And mm. um, yeah, it was so good. And like the pay per views were great, like the characters were great. You know, you think about Austin, what a great character and you know the undertaker kane mankind it just goes on and on and yeah. they were just fantastic <laughs> right yeah now. it
1: was it was just really good i guess in terms of the popularity and how much i guess it's the equivalent today would be like the marvel films yeah, I, I think it's that kind, you know, is so yeah, I guess it had the place in pop culture then that superheroes do today. Like everyone you know, everyone gets really invested in these superhero films and the next one that comes out is this really big event. Hmm. I think it probably was the pop culture equivalent of that then because everyone knew who, if you went up to someone today and said "Oh, you know, a kid today and said Oh, you know, um, do you know who mankind is? I don't know if they really would. But back Not then in... everyone would.
0: Yeah, well, you'd have to go for a similar, uh, uh, whoever is, has the current um, popularity of Mankind today. I, suppose, I, don't, yeah. I don't know any of the current wrestlers. Um, I know. I, I watched it until about 2006, I think, and that's largely only because I went to uni at that time and I didn't really have access to it anymore and I sort of petered out over a couple of years after that. But I, it, it passed its heyday after about 2001, I think, maybe it was starting to go down because the, the 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 best thing about 2001 was the whole invasion storyline wasn't it yeah like the wcw and ecw uh invasion that was brilliant that was just an ongoing like arc that affected the whole thing and and even in like the wwf if you were if you had like heels and faces and good guys and bad guys they would all be on they would all be good guys because all these wcw and ecws would be the bad guys and it was just like a whole to a split what like war and all of the storylines would be associated with that it would kind of go on and on and you had like austin was great in that time because he kind of he turned heel didn't he yeah and that was um he was great as a heel actually
1: <laughs> he's he, just great all around
0: he, he is brilliant whether he's like uh, you know a fan favorite or just being booed he's brilliant um and he was at wrestlemania this year wasn't he, like, I he, think had he a, was. did he have a I, match
1: I, I don't know. I think he might have done because I'm yeah. I'm not sure how how physically fit he is to wrestle. No, these I wouldn't days.
0: have thought so, but
1: you know, because he's took a, his body's took a, a hell of a beating over the years. Yeah, I was gonna get it, but modern wrestling just don't do anything for me. They just and even like WWF like Raw used to be. You know, say so you sit down and try and watch Raw now. It's three mm. hours long.
0: Is it three hours? Jesus Christ, that's too right. long. That's yeah. too long.
1: It, That's what I mean. So say you wanted to watch Smackdown and Raw and the pay-per-view. It's a full-time job.
0: Aren't there, like, loads of other offshoot things, like... Is it NXT or something like that? Oh yeah, there's that, NXT that, as well. Yeah, there's like those of, little off ones, isn't there? And uh, I don't even know what's what's WWE and what's not anymore, and and who's in what. I've no, I've no idea. This just seems like a lot at the moment, doesn't it?
1: I think NXT is like the developmental. Yeah, that's thing. what I heard. Yeah, it's like the, up and coming wrestlers, isn't it? Up and coming wrestlers, yeah. But I don't know. I listen a lot to. Um, Oh what's the podcast called I don't listen to it that much obviously <laughs> Jim Cornette Experience Oh
0: yeah you mentioned this last time actually didn't
1: you Yeah and he v- v- hates modern wrestling <laughs> Are you aware of like the how popular the dick spot got
0: No <laughs> the,
1: the guy who would toss people around with his dick that was his that was his gimmick
0: no, they I would... have no idea what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> that 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 is literally like he'd be in the middle of the wrestling match. Someone would like grab him by the d- right, and right. their hand would get sort of stuck to it because his d- was so strong. Right? right. And then he'd flip them over, and that that was like his that was like his finishing
0: move. That's ridiculous.
1: It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, there's another one who his his finishing <laughs> oh, yes. move is he throws an invisible hand grenade.
0: Of course, and
1: every like say like a fatal four way or something like that. All the other wrestlers like get thrown out of the ring from the force of this invisible hand grenade. Oh, for God's sake! And he hates it. It gets him so angry. <laughs> it gets him so worked up. Does another what? Um, another bloke who fought, uh, wrestled the Invisible Man. Uh, so he just bloke... wrestled
0: him had a one a single match, just yeah. pretending to wrestle someone. Yeah. So, um, right. Okay.
1: Wrestled a blow up doll
0: of course
1: uh and it's just so stupid and even the ones I because I watched a bit I think it was I might have been AEW that's the other sort of big promotion other than WWF at the moment right. or WWE yeah. at the moment I think it was AEW someone posted a clip online and they were like oh this is incredible stuff this oh so amazing and it was like a gymnastics performance. It was these two blokes. And they were just flipping over each other and then flipping around each other. Flip, 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 hop, flip, 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 jump, flip, flip. Yeah. And there was no impact to any of it. <laughs> they didn't punch each other once.
0: Hmm.
1: I was just like, what is this?
0: It sounds like sort of the wrestling of our day taken to an extreme where it's gone far beyond what it should have, it- should have been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's like they, they've looked back and because uh, I'm I'm not going to make any apologies for all, some of the stupid stuff that wrestling did back in our day. Um, May Young giving birth to a hand.
0: Did, yeah, I, I, I thought about bringing that up because I still don't understand <laughs> what that was about. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely on the on the st- more stupid side. <laughs>
1: you, you know, so I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it was all you know intellectual storytelling. No, you know, but. Like definitely, one of the things I definitely saw on AEW was, um, I think it, it was one of the Hardy Boys, Matt or Jeff Hardy, I can't remember which one. He's got magical powers that lets him teleport around the arena. That I
0: think I've seen something like this, something about this, yeah.
1: Yeah, and he, someone went to his house to wrestle him, and he appeared as a giant hologram.
0: Right. Just, <laughs> I just, it. it's just I just hate it. I mean, in our day, you had things like Kane being able to throw a fireball. At someone. Yeah, but I don't know because that was just that feels like different somehow. Because at least, I mean, at least that wasn't like an effect, like a, you could see fire coming out of his hand, you know. So yeah. it's and he's supposed to have sort of supernatural powers a bit, but that was kind of that was different. That was, I don't know how to, I mean, it, it is and it isn't, but it's just, I don't know, it, felt it was different. it felt different and it felt like nothing else as well because he didn't really do that very often. It was like Kane and the Undertaker had. That was their gimmick, kind of. Like, they could gimmick, make lightning yeah. come out and stuff like that. So it sounds like they they've pushed that way too far.
1: <laughs> I think. I think maybe with like our era of wrestling, they acted like it. It was accepted that within that universe, yes, Kane actually could do it. It was yeah. Tret like, oh no, oh look, he, he can do this. He's making the the turnstiles catch fire, and, th- and it was all, it had like an internal logic to it. Everyone yes. sort of bought into it. Whereas mm. I think with modern wrestling, it's all a bit winking to the audience, like you know, oh, you know, you know, we're mm. all playing. This is all silly. This is all daft. We I don't think...
0: care. I think there is an element of that. For what I've heard... I can't remember where I heard it, but I heard some sort of commentary about th- this, and it's kind of... Modern wrestling is a bit more aware that everyone is kind of... Everyone knows that it's... I don't know, because everyone... They knew that everyone always kind of knew that it was fake, but this... But I do you know what I mean. mean? It's like like, like wrestling and took itself seriously. Yeah. And we well, kind you, of respected that, but this... this
1: Everyone knew it was fake, but you suspend your disbelief. Yes, you know, both, exactly, both, yes. You, the wrestlers themselves, the commentators, the audience, everyone is just in on it. Everyone knows yeah. what's going on. And we choose to believe, for the duration of Raw, yeah. that mankind is a deranged psychopath and, you know, the Undertaker is an undead supernatural being yes. who rides a motorbike sometimes. Yeah. Um, and you just accept it and you have fun with it. But yeah. I think with modern wrestling, there's not, it's just like... You know, it's it's all we all know. Look look
0: how wacky we are. Look how, yeah, yeah, Yeah. look how crazy. Yeah, Yeah. it seems like modern wrestling kind of like, hey, it breaks the fourth wall in a sense, I suppose, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, if you were watching, I I don't know, The Matrix, and Mm. you know, while the the enemy Matrix man, I don't know his name, Agent Smith. Smith Smith, yeah, you know, was giving his speech, if. You know, Keanu Reeves just looked to the camera, rolled his eyes, and gave a little <laughs> wink. Yeah. It'd be like, Pff, okay,
0: just totally ruins the whole film. Kind of yeah. ruins it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yes, that's the point. We <laughs> have Ev- to rub it in our faces that Ev- it's not real. No, that's what, that's the point. Everyone involved in it has to be thinking that it's all real. I think, yeah, Isn't, don't they? You know, everyone yeah. involved in the production.
1: But yeah, I mean, I I, I love going back and watching. Like old wrestling DVDs and old wrestling mm. videos from you know from that time, and it's just it's just a great it's just a great entertainment product um, you oh, know, I, I don't know if I think the attitude era was sort of a lightning in the bottle thing I don't know if we'll ever get that again No. Um, but you know if we ever did so I'd still watch it now I don't care how old I am i think it's it's just a, a great fun art form
0: yeah it is it's just a great it's it's a store it's the story element you know um and it's just it's quite fun because the thing about sport is because it's real you can have very uninteresting matches of like a football or tennis or something where nothing really happens yeah. at least with wrestling they they structure it in a way that is entertaining it is sports entertainment it's you know it's structured and it's designed but it's designed that way so you have a good time yeah and absolutely. that's kind of the whole point of it and you know you're gonna you know sit down and have a good time
1: yeah And I I know people say, well, if it's fake, you know, and it's all predetermined, no one ever really wins a championship or wins, you know, they're never really the world champion. It's just, you know, it's just scripted. And in a way, yeah, but in another, you know, really it's not. I mean, if someone wins, if someone is picked, you know, decided by the scriptwriters that they're mm. going to be the world champion, it's a recognition of the fact that they've connected with the audience, uh, yeah. either as a bad guy or a good guy. But it's a recognition of their skills in the ring, a- acting as they are, and it's a recognition that people have connected with them. So it, mm. it is it is an accolade it's not a hollow thing for someone to be a world champion no they
0: they wouldn't just give it to someone walking in the door straight away you've got to you've got to put the time in and you've got to be good you know in the ring and on the mic and you know just to be a good personality all around and be you know capable of 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 doing it
1: yeah so i think when people say oh you know well it's all fake it's all scripted. i think it's a very narrow-minded way of looking at i think you've you've you got to look at the whole picture and the whole thing of what's involved and i think you'll then get an appreciation for you know when someone's world champion that is actually you know quite an achievement
0: yeah it is yeah definitely so we, uh, we move on to the game then yeah okay
1: time to play the game
3: time to play the game <laughs>
1: Video game book draw
3: It's all about the game and how you play it All about control and if you can take it All about your debt And if you can pay
2: it It's all about pay and who's gonna make it
3: I am the game, you don't wanna play me Thanks I am the game and I may do So move on out, you can die like a
2: fool Try to figure out what my moves gonna be Come on over, circle, I don't you ask me Don't you forget there's a price you can pay Cause I am
3: the game and I want to play And all you play, it's
2: all about
0: And if you can take it your and So, we're sticking with the WWF WWF/E uh, with our first game WWF No Mercy.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah, so this was released for the Nintendo 64 in November 2000 uh, in the US and December 2000 in Europe. Uh, published by THQ, developed by Asmic Ace Entertainment and Aki Corporation. Uh, a loose cartridge goes for about 20 pounds. Um, maybe double that for a box one so this is sort of the last in the series of N64 wrestling games by these developers um, and the sequel to the previous years WWF Wrestlemania 2000 so I um, I played, uh, Tino had Wrestlemania 2000, I played before this I played Warzone and I played Attitude as well, we both quite enjoyed Attitude uh, which is by, those were by acclaim I think weren't they Yeah, but this was, uh, yeah I got this for Christmas that year 2000 um I've told this story before, it's got a glitch in it. Uh yes. which which randomly erases your save data and not your created wrestler when it f- sort of feels like I think. <laughs> um it's it's a really weird glitch and I I think it I, I, I remember more playing this now. I remember more of it than I thought I would, because I thought it just happened a few times and I stopped playing it. I think I persevered a little bit more with that than I thought. Um, but eventually I just I couldn't, because I couldn't get what I wanted out of it, basically. I couldn't save a, a wrestler. Interestingly, um, I'll just hang on, I'm just gonna get, I've got the, the, the real thing still here. I've got the manual here. I'm flipping through the manual. I found a little note in it. And I'm not sure where it came from. I'm not sure if it came from the publisher or the retailer or what it says. But it says, "Dear customer, there is a glitch in the game WWF No Mercy. If you create and save your own character on the cartridge after a period of play, the character is sometimes lost, etc., etc." So there's a little note, it's warning you about it. Really? Um, yeah. And I don't know. I'd be interested to see if that's in anyone else's, um, or maybe I just printed it off somewhere and and put it in there. I don't know. Maybe possibly, because it's like it's it's printed out, but the the bottom is kind of ripped, like they printed out two and just you know rip the paper so it's kind of hastily done if it is official and uh, there's every chance I might have done this myself got it from someone that they sent me a an email or something I don't know um and I put it in but just as a as a reminder of how to do it but yeah. I just found I just found it in the manual so it'd be interesting to see if anyone else has that I don't know yeah uh let us know I just thought that was quite an interesting thing mm. um Apparently they did offer a service where they could replace the faulty cartridges with, with yeah, working ones. Yeah, they did, a, like
1: Chameleon thing, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. So um how did you get on with this one?
1: I I didn't hate it, mm. but I'm not very good at it and I think that
0: Yeah, mean too, yeah.
1: I think that that hampered my enjoyment a bit because I never had an N64 at the time. I I was a PlayStation guy. Yeah. Um so the wrestling game the wrestling games I played at the time were Smackdown and Smackdown 2. And they play very differently to.
0: I was going to ask you this because I think I think I dabble with them a little bit, and my memory of them is that they are a bit faster.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, they feel a lot faster paced. Than, the pace is very different. Yeah, I think I I played it. I went in expecting it to be like the the N sixty four equivalent of SmackDown, and hmm. it's not. It's its own. It's own its own beast, really. Um, but it's really good. Um, I think it, it suffers a little bit from the limitations of the N64. Yeah. Um, I noticed the Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance music, rather than being like a shattering of glass and this really impactful thing, it's just a very muted... Like someone dropping their keys. It's just like, (laughs) you know, it's
0: not really. They should have a wrestler with entrance music where it just starts with someone dropping their (laughs) keys.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh.
0: (laughs) Talk about that for impact.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But. The only the only criticism I have really are sort of technical things that aren't really its fault. It did the best as it did, did, did yeah. it could at the time. Like some of the wrestlers come out walking like they've got robot legs. You know. It's a bit
0: bit wonky walking. A lot of them.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's the game itself, the core gameplay. Um, I think if I if I took the time to become good at it, I'd really enjoy it
0: yeah this is the thing i was when sort of doing my research about this game because it is a very well respected game now mm. uh, you know even more so than a lot of wrestling games that have come out since um and people seem to love it and it's partly for its sort of more pick up and playish style and quite relatively simple controls like there's i mean i, I say that I, I i did have to use the manual to check up how to do like climb the turnbuckle and you yeah. know uh, get in and out of the ring and pin and stuff because it's not obvious in the game because remember this is the day when you had manual so you could just have to look it up but the actual sort of grappling is is quite straightforward i mean you've got like a punch and kick button and then like a, a grapple button and you i think you hold them down for more severity and you can just like i think you use the analog stick to vary up your moves a bit so the actual controls, you know, it's a bit more like a fighting game, I suppose.
1: It's much better than um, other wrestling games at the time, which you know used sort of combo systems. You know, yeah, you'd have to memorize a ton of different combos just to do simple moves. It's so much more streamlined than that. So, yeah, I it's, think so. Because if vast improvement,
0: if you want to jump, be able to jump into this, you want to pick your favorite wrestler and and if and sort of get to the point where you can do your finisher, um, and you want to make that process quite simple and straightforward and i think this this kind of does it there's um there's like a there's quite a nice momentum system in there where i think if you keep hitting moves your little bar will get will grow sort of warmer in colors and and then once it reaches a certain point that's when you can pull off your finisher but whereas if the your opponent keeps coming back then your bar will decrease and go to cooler colors and then theirs will increase and then if it goes too cool then you're sort of in danger and that's when you can be pinned really simple system But it's quite good at sort of mimicking the kind of the real momentum that you get in real wrestling matches because they don't just like you know have random hits and then suddenly someone pulls off a finisher you know there's a certain bit where one wrestler will be in control of it and then another one will be and then it kind of heats up back and forth and they do bigger and bigger moves until eventually someone pulls off the finisher so that it sort sort of mimics that Quite nicely, I think.
1: Definitely, uh, we'll come back to that that particular point. I think when we talk about um, Fire Pro, yeah, because um, that's that's one of the reasons I picked Fire Pro above one of the the, the SmackDown games. So, um, mm. yeah, I think that's a, a very good thing to bear in mind.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, oh, the story mode is quite good, um, yeah. relative to the time, I think, because it's kind of you choose a belt that you want to go after and you seem to be able to go for any of the belts you can jump in straight in the championship if you want but there's like a, a sort of a branching storyline system where you'll have a little cutscene where one of the wrestlers wants to kind of align your line themselves with you to beat up another guy and you're sort of on this on the road to getting this particular championship and then they kind of mimic like real WWE storylines where you know someone else will come in and, have a, and challenge you and then uh, your partner will betray you and things like that um so it's quite nice and then you have certain matches where it didn't really matter if you won or lo- lost you just go in a different branch in the storyline did you play around with those very much
1: a little bit not not too much in depth no um mm. because i wasn't very good at it <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no me me too I, I did get a little bit better as i went on i was able to sort of start winning matches uh, but then you'll encounter something like a handicap match where and they're not even like taking it in turns like it like like they're they're not tagging in; they're just both yeah. in the ring, and I'm like, "How am I supposed to do this?" Because as soon as I put one one down, the other guy's just right there in my face, <laughs> beating me up. Yeah. To be fair, I
1: think I remember that having that exact same problem with SmackDown as well. Yeah. It's like the minute you get a handicap match, you you can't get a pin. The other guy no. just comes and breaks he it. Just comes time. in and
0: breaks it. Yes, that's right. I remember happening as well a lot back in yeah. the day, and it was really annoying. Um, one thing I liked in this, uh, I think you can do it in a mode, and it happens in the the story mode as well. Is you can be the referee, like have yes. a guest guest referee thing. What a great idea that is! I know. Because so you can good. you can do a fast count if you want. Like, you can, If your guy, the guy you're aligning with, and the guy you want to win, pins them, you can just go down and go, one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good.
1: <laughs> it is, it's great. Yeah. I can imagine that being a real sort of friendship breaker in uh, multiplayer games Yeah, well. <laughs> I imagine
0: that. Oh, yeah, if you had like three people on there and one of them was referee. <laughs> and that kind of brings us back to i haven't mentioned it yet but it brings us to the the multiplayer aspect to it because there's a lot of like multiplayer options in there there's all sorts of like you know one player versus cpu versus cpu one one player versus cpu versus two player all the all the different arrangements you can get um and it must be great for get like three mates round you know because the n64 mm. is great at that with its four controller ports so Four great, controllers yeah a it's lot perfect. of great It's a big selling point for the console and this, this is a great example of it really you know you could get like four guys in there and it'd be you have a great time yeah, really good. I mean, it's got sort of the usual kind of different ring modes you can do. You can... Um, they like, like got a, a version of the Royal Rumble, King of the Ring, a ladder match, which they seem to be, from what I can find, they, they were promoting quite heavily. I think it seemed to be the first wrestling game to do it, have a ladder match. Mm. Um, and it's got a make-your-own-pay-per-view event as well. That's quite... That's yeah, quite cool. Like I, I think I remember doing that in Attitude as well, like you could... You could pit people together and have them CPU versus CPU, and just just arrange it with all with all, all the different stipulations, and you just sit back and just watch watch your own pay per view just played out. That's,
1: the... that's still like a really requested mode, like a manager mode in like modern wrestling games. It's mm. thing, you know people really want that back. It's a just a satisfying way to to play the game sometimes, isn't it? To just try and sort of book your own matches and
0: see how they play out. I used to do it with uh, Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast because you could watch. <laughs> you? you could just watch. Two. <laughs> this is this is what I did on my, my summer holidays. Uh, it just it's the kind of thing, the kind of thing I, I look back on and think, oh, I have got so little time now. How did I? How was I able to just sit back and do this? But I would just living like,
1: life to the fullest.
0: Draw draw up a little like um, tournament of all these different Soul Calibur characters, and I'd what you could do like a watch mode where you just watch CPU versus CPU, and I would just say, okay, right, Lizard Man beat. Uh, so um right he goes forward to the next one <laughs> and it's like <laughs> and like, do it, work and it, work them all down to the point where one one and that was that would be my afternoon and that was just oh, i'd love to be able to it's do twitch that before now. there was twitch mate. it was That's exactly you... yeah yeah head Brilliant. of your time yes i would get frustrated though because it was always kind of random who would win and it, you wouldn't be able to make out like people who are better than other people like a sort of seeding system, you know, because it was just completely Oh, random. I see what like, you mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> there was no sort of uh, momentum to to it, you know.
1: <laughs> they really just didn't put enough thought into the people no, who would be exactly. just <laughs> setting up little
0: tournaments for the CPUs. Oh, <laughs> well, no, exactly. That's it. But that's part of the fun of games, you know, in the old days. You had so much time. You'd sort of make your own games within games, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and it's great that this game sort of thought about that. Really, mm. and kind of put in the options to do that. You got a great creator wrestler mode. Loads of different options in there. Um, you know, I used to love that back in the day. I used to love just, you know, going through minutely all the moves that you could have and all the different things you could wear, all the different alternate costumes. Um, and is this this is still a thing in wrestling games now? I'm assuming. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. I think the last.
1: Oh, I think the last wrestling game I actually bought was WWE. 2K, 2012 I don't know what it's called 2k12 okay. 2k13 a, a long time ago and I yeah. think it was still a, a thing then so
0: okay well it's it's more recent than me literally this is the last wrestling game I really played I think I don't think I played any more of the after this for, for whatever reason yeah. um, so I mean I'm quite interested to see how it's how it's changed since then because from what I've read, it's you know obviously, everyone looks a bit more realistic, and the thought was that with that they felt like they had to um produce a, a really complicated system to go with it, and it turns out to just be quite difficult to play is that Is that your feeling towards modern wrestling games, or is it
1: it it definitely felt like my path through wrestling games was from SmackDown onwards, so I, I basically stuck with the, the SmackDown and then SmackDown versus Raw, and then onto the, the WWE Two K series. Yeah. Um, it definitely felt like they kept adding and enhancing the fighting system it, uh, to the point where it, it it was pick up and play. Then it got pick up and play with a little bit more nuance, and then as time went on, it just became a bit complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, they just kept trying to add more and more and more things and it just became, it, it lost that sort of pick-up-and-play aspect of it. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, it did lose its way control-wise over the years, I think. But, mm. another thing I really miss, I don't know, they have as much in, like, modern games as all the, the specialty matches, all the different the, the different match stipulations. they got the cage yeah. matches and Hell in a Cell. But you used to get so many you know, weird, different match stipulations back in the the older games. I really miss that kind of thing there because it's just just adds a bit of fun to it,
0: doesn't it? Yeah, there's all sorts of things you can do like, um, what's it called? Like no holds barred and falls count anywhere and, and things like that. And then yeah, hardcore you know, matches, hard hardcore matches,
1: channels, all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: and I think this is quite. I didn't look into it too much, but I think this one's quite customizable with that. Like you can chop and change all those different things to create quite a specific type of match. Um, which is really cool. You can also I noticed you can edit the superstars as well. Mm. It's got loads of them in there. It? It's got about I think I, it's I was going to say we should
1: talk about the roster. They got a, it's yeah. a really big roster, really. It is.
0: It's got everyone uh, this is in 2000. So basically everyone that was wrestling in 2000 in WWF mm. was is here, I think. Right down from The Rock and Stone Cold right down to, you know, your Tucker Mishinoku and your um uh I'm trying to think of other scotty too Hotty. scotty too Hotty. yeah as you know what i mean like lower card ones um, yeah like not, head, not wrestlemania headliners no no but you know they're all there and it's great yeah um it's it's always weird when you have like like um when you see like screenshots of these games when they were coming out and sort of synths and things like that and videos where it's just like the rock versus scotty too hotty yeah <laughs> it's just like <laughs> things that you would never see them in a match together you know um in the real thing uh, or like a woman you know for example yeah uh, and and you can edit them as well like if they it was always a frustrating thing when cuz they have to make these games and then there's a certain period where the wrestling is moving on in in the real world but they can't keep up with it because they've got to release there's a like a, a gap between release and sometimes by the time it's released it's already a little bit out of date in some way um so it's nice that you can actually edit the superstars to keep them up to date to some extent, yeah. like you can edit their costumes a little bit. Obviously, you're limited to whatever's in the game as as options, but you know if it, it's the you know you can you can do things to update them a bit, which is quite cool. Well,
1: that's one of the things with No Mercy. There's so many ROM hacks and mods and stuff out there to update this, the yeah. roster and bring it up to date. It's a, yeah. it's incredible the things people would do with it.
0: Yeah, I had a little look. There's a, there's you a, it, can change it a lot. Even like the menu system and things, they can mm. change it into completely different games. Really. Yeah. It shows yeah, you the, lo- the, the love that's carried on for this game.
1: Yeah, it's really one of the most, I think it's probably one mm. of the, the most modified, you know, retro game, you know, mm. that's still, you know, got an active community surrounding it.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Mm. You wouldn't think for an N64 game, which is, you know, to no. be- I love the N64, but it's, it's not aged the best. Um, and, you know, and, and as we've said before, the. The, the models in this are fairly low res the the faces are quite sort of low res images that are sort of plastered awkwardly onto the the heads of these things so they do look yeah. a, some of them do look a bit funny some of them look a
1: bit funny. it's like the old very much of the time sort of cube with a head texture <laughs> yes. pasted on it <laughs>
0: that's basically what it is isn't it yeah and they sort of come out walk awkwardly do a little move on on top of the the ramp and then they sort of carry on walking and it's sort of nothing like the way that they come out in real life no but you just had to accept that those days you couldn't you couldn't do much more than that really I don't think
1: no no I mean at the time it was great
0: yeah um, and yeah the, the, you know, just the wealth of options and things it's um, yeah I, I I enjoyed my time with it I think uh, I wish I could have played it more back in the day without the glitch because I think I would have got a lot more longevity out of it um, and if you can get I think the cartridges with without the glitch it'd seem to be rarer. Um you can get the ROM on the internet, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I did at some point, but it's uh, it's a shame about that. Um, yeah,
1: it and, is. Um, for all the evils of modern game distribution and day one <laughs> patches and stuff, yeah, you know, something like that would have been a godsend back
0: then. There's in the day. no denying that it's it's when you've got a serious issue like that, it is bloody useful to have a patch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh! Quite like that then should we move on yeah. to the uh, the next the next pick? this is your pick this was yeah. um fire pro wrestling world yes and this is a much more recent one uh, although uh, the latest in a long a long history of Fire Pro wrestling games um so this is developed by zex corporation and spike chunsoft um also published by spike chunsoft released for windows in december 2017 and on ps4 in august 2018 uh, for japan and the us and september 2018 in europe so the prices sort of vary quite wildly. On Steam, you can get it for twenty-three pounds. The normal price on the PS Four store, and I got it uh, on a discount, luckily, at the you know just after we finished the last podcast. It was um, I think it was only about eight pounds or something. But normal price is 40, it. it's forty-five pounds, which is quite a big jump. Yeah. And you can get a physical copy for only about fifteen pounds on PS Four. I is, got the physical copy. Yeah, that's, that's a weird difference in price. That. <laughs> like, I know. I found that very odd. In I addition know. to that, you can get loads and loads of DLC packs that they've added over time. And you can get a deluxe version for 75 pounds which covers a lot of, you know, well they've added loads of different wrestler packs and and people from different things. It's all for New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers yeah. these are mainly. So it, unless you're familiar with that there was, you know, but I wasn't familiar with any of these names. Other than, and it's only because he shared Takashi Izuka is also the name of the guy who runs Sonic Team. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought it quite funny. There's a wrestler with the same name. Oh, that's weird. Didn't expect to see him here. Uh, uh, but other than that, I didn't really recognise anyone. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you're familiar with New Japan Pro Wrestling.
1: Um, I know Kenny Omega. Um, I've heard of that name, but I'm not a fan personally. No. I'm not a fan of his particular style of wrestling. He Falls very much into you know the modern wrestling styles that we were talking about earlier so, so okay. he's you know he's not not uh, it wouldn't, he's not a, a name that would sell the game to me um but other than that no I, I don't I don't really know um any of the roster um yeah. and I do think as, as shallow as it is because it should be about the game rather than you know the characters like, who's in it yeah um it did lessen my enjoyment of it a bit um, I would have probably enjoyed it more if it was people I recognised and I had some kind of um, familiarity with and connection to. Um, I think that would have added a bit, uh, quite a bit to the game for me. But um, if you are tempted to pick this up, I would go for the PC version um, in hindsight, because uh, there's a huge modding community for that as well. Yes, I was going to say that. they've yeah.
0: modded tons of stuff into it. So. it, it it's really interesting. Um, I was looking into a a video because I obviously have played this and I found it quite difficult to get into. Mm. It's a very very different, very, very complex system behind it. Not the most pick up and playable game, although there is a tutorial mode that does explain. And when I started doing that, I was like, oh, so that's how it works. And I was able to get a bit more ground covered, but I still wasn't very good at it. Um, but I was watching a YouTube video on it, and I need to point out the name of the guy who did it because it was a really good video. It was it's, it's called Simo Simo, S I M O S I M O. It was a really good video explaining what is so good about this game. And I think most of the stuff I want to talk about comes from his video more than my own experience with the game. Okay. Um, so uh, I feel a bit fraudulent in a way, but uh, it's, um, it's it's really interesting because there. First of all, there are there's this huge community. Doing like within a couple of days of its release, they already put out loads of wrestlers from every from the history of wrestling.
1: I'm going to say if there's any promotion ever, it, yeah. there's someone who's made it for five. Someone
0: has made it, and they're pretty good. The creator wrestler system is really advanced in this. And we haven't even said this is sprite-based wrestling, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. So it's all it's no there's no 3D models. It all they're all made of parts of of people. Like you know, there's there's graphics for arms and legs, and they all kind of move together as if you know, to create a character, and you can obviously customize all of those parts really, really deeply, to the point where you can create a pretty good likeness of any wrestler you want, really. yeah and the thing about the system is it's very advanced in terms of making each of those wrestlers play like they actually wrestle in real life, apparently. there's a lot of different mechanics when in the Creator a wrestler thing where you can determine what they will do in certain situations that make them behave very authentically. Yeah. And uh, these people have have made, have spent ages, what must be ages, fine tuning all these wrestlers to behave like they would. Um, It's, first of all, it's simple things like the big show shouldn't be able to really climb the turnbuckle. No. (laughs) (laughs) And it seems obvious, but so many like older games, including No Mercy, I think, you could kind of do anything with any superstar, you know, you could. If you were like Ray Mysterio, you could probably pick up the big show and just <laughs> throw him around if you wanted to. And they didn't really think a lot about that for some reason. Whereas in this, obviously, that's that's the first thing you would do. And then it's there's a sense of momentum, like in No like we said, to this, and how those wrestlers react to that momentum, whether they whether they come out, you know, really strong and then fade later on, or whether they get that you know they get better and better if you're someone like hulk hogan do you get better and better when as people hit you and you sort of hulk up and things like that and or if you're mankind do you freak out when you see your own blood and you get better there's loads of little things like that that you can tweak to make it a really authentic Wrestler. I think
1: I think that's the key. The, the the word authentic I think sums it up because I think yeah. the approach of most wrestling games, especially the most of the, the the more quote unquote mainstream wrestling games, is it's a fighting game with wrestling characters, and yes. um, the idea is to beat your opponent, get the pin, and win. And I think the approach with Fire Pro is more: you're a wrestler and you have to put on a good wrestling match. That's and it, I think yeah. mm. that's that's the key of it it's not if you go into it you're playing it like a normal game where you just want to beat your opponent and get the pin you're going to have a bad time with it it's all about getting them and building the momentum in the match having different spots in the match you know building up your character and putting on a really good show and i it's, think that's yeah it kind of captures that authenticity of a wrestling match. Because like you said earlier, it's not just two guys, they go in and they punch each other a bit and then they pin. Mm. There's different there's a back and forth, who gets the upper hand, who doesn't, who gets these really strong moves, can someone recover from that? And there's like a storytelling within the match itself. And I think That's Fire right. Pro tries to capture that aspect of wrestling. Mm.
0: It's interesting that the video also said that when people play this online, people who love it, they don't just play to win, they play to put on a match. So they yeah. will make decisions that will not necessarily be for the, you know, make, make them any closer to winning the match, but to, to, to make it look like a, a real match, you know. Yeah, to
1: make a good wrestling you know, match.
0: Very few real matches are just one person dominating the whole thing, unless that's no. kind of the gimmick of the match. But it, it, it's always a back and forth. And people who play this do a back and forth as well. They will let their opponent get some things in on them. Yeah, and that's really interesting, isn't it? That's
1: it is. It's really good. interesting, and I don't know of any other. I mean, I mean, wrestling games are huge in Japan. Obviously, that's where Fire Pro is, yeah. is from. So I don't know if there's, you know, some other really big sort of games that do things similar. But as far as I'm aware, in my experience, it, Fire Pro is really unique in that regard. It, mm. it really, it really, it understands wrestling on a, a deeper level than just you know wrestler A and wrestler B have an energy bar and you have to get it down you know Fire Pro is really about the heart of wrestling I think
0: yes absolutely there's so much more depth to it than that isn't there like there's Mm. all these some these people have very very cleverly sat down and thought about all the different metrics that make up a real wrestling and they kind of condensed it down to a science almost yeah and put all these values okay at this point this value increases and this point this value increases in order to sort of artificially replicate a real wrestling match and they did seems to pull it off really well like yeah
1: it's incredible even
0: even when you're playing it and you don't really know what's going on there are are times where they they will behave and it's like oh that's just like how they do it in real real life like something really simple like i don't know tugging at their eye or something and then they they react to it like really quite realistically Mm. and there's just it's things like that it's quite difficult to to talk about really but it's just I don't know you even as a complete newbie coming into this you got a sense that there is there's a lot of complexity here yeah um in terms of the actual mechanics it took me a while it was only until the tutorial that i figured out how to actually grapple properly yeah when you, when you with, initiate yeah. a grapple you have to press a button at a very precise time like when they start just i think it's just after or just as they start to sort of lock up and that's how you get your move in it's not like necessarily who presses it first; it's who presses it closest to the actual time. And there's no on-screen UI thing telling you when to press it. You've just got to know. Yeah, and you've I just got to might, learn it and feel it. And it might even change from wrestler to wrestler. I'm not sure. And then yeah, you'll be able to do your move. And then there's all sorts of other things for throwing them, you know, into the into the ropes, into the turnbuckle, and things like that. And there's even like a breathing system. Like yeah. if you do too many moves in one go, you'll start to run out of breath and there's like a breathe button i think Uh, i think this this guy said you've got to take time to stop and breathe and if you don't there would be another thing that i mentioned was felt really realistic to me is when one guy does like uh what's it called a suplex and they both land and they both stay down for a little while because the guy who's done it is quite exhausted and you don't get that in like no mercy or any other game wrestling game i've seen they just get up at a predefined time like right after you've done it yeah whereas yeah, you this just they get just
1: a standard cooldown for you know whatever move you do it's all
0: yeah whereas this There's is no related to, to it. yeah this is related to how often you've been doing moves how exhausted you are and that's that's really cool very good feature
1: yeah i mean it feels like High World is more—it's almost more of a game engine than an actual game in itself. It's like they've given you all the tools and all the flexibility you need to do whatever you want with it, and then just let you go. You know, basically, yeah. You know, uh, it's uh, it's it's just great. And I—we talked about the sprite-based graphics and stuff on it. I love it. I think Mm. it's going to look so timeless. uh, I think in. Twenty years time, if we went back at it, you know, we're not going to have the cube head issue of of no mercy. <laughs> no. It's going to look as good in twenty years as it looks now. It's, Absolutely, it's just, yeah. yeah. That's I the that's,
0: that's the joy of using sprites, really, isn't it? They're they're mm. timeless, really. They're more so than three D graphics. Yeah, but I mean, in, and in general, there's loads of different sort of matches you can do. There's quite extreme ones, like you know, explosives and <laughs> all sorts yeah, of the, things. Yeah, that, yeah, proper old imagine, death things. Seem to be quite popular in those those things. Uh, you can design your own belts, you can design your own rings, you can import mp3s for your custom wrestlers. How cool oh, is that? What a great. That's so good. What a great. Fit. I would have loved that back in the day on like I know. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And yeah, it's just um it's 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 weird because I my experience with it I didn't have enough time or uh, an energy to devote all you need to devote to get the most out of this game because you to get all that you need to sit down, you need to understand the, the mechanics, you need to you know, download your custom wrestlers you need to spend ages playing around with them and getting all that right to so understand all the nuance that they put in here I couldn't really get that in the time I've spent with it no. um, it, it is a difficult game to just get into straight away, it's not a pick up and play not a, No, I,
1: it's really not I can understand how it puts a lot of people off but yeah, it rewards patience I think
0: yeah and just learning all about it I'm like wow this is incredible and I'd love something like this back in the day when I had more time and when I was really into wrestling if something like this came along I could could spend hours and hours and hours in it Oh, this um, would have,
1: this would have been a dream come true. Back when we were yeah, into it's wrestling. Like, a, like a
0: dream game, really, isn't it? Yeah, you could you could literally create your own sort of you put all your friends in as wrestlers, and you could make your own promotion almost. I'd have loved it. And you can uh, there's a move creator as well. I, I think yeah. it's a free DLC that you could get. Where I, I tried it briefly, it looked very very complicated. But in theory, um, and you know, you can recreate any move you want. Used just by customising where all those different body parts are at particular times, and um, I imagine that's what they've used to recreate, you know, trademark moves that you wouldn't be here already. You know, a stunner, for example, and things like that. Yeah. So it's got everything. There's not much it it's doesn't got have that you yeah. can <laughs> that you can't. You know, you don't have to like accept that. Oh, because because it's made for this, you can't do that. So you just have to accept it. It looks like they've thought of everything, really.
1: Yeah. One of the signs I think for me personally of a good game is if I'm terrible at it, and I can't make any headway with it, but I still enjoy it and still go back and play it, I think it's good. And I yeah. still you know, I'm horrendous at it. I just yeah, me can't... Too. I, I, I'm just
0: terrible. I didn't win a single match on this. I no! I came <laughs> <No. laughs> okay, close. I got like a 2.9 count at one point. That's the closest I got.
1: Yeah, but it's still fun. I still had fun Ooh. with it, even though yeah. I was atrocious. And yeah. I think... You know, if that's not a sign of a good game, I don't know what is. But yeah, like you say, if this had been back in the day, I can, you know, I could just imagine the possibilities of what we would have done with this.
0: You know, yeah, just yeah, it's great. Mm, Very good. I was going to before really playing either of them. I was going to say maybe we could work out a favourite, but I think they are both so good for their time Mm. that it would be it would almost be disrespectful to pick one. Unless you think otherwise, I would almost be no, no. I agree. There's no I point think... picking. So this one's much better than that one because it's it's they're different things, really, aren't they're, they? Yeah, they're
1: trying to achieve very different things. um yeah. So you, I don't think they, although they're both wrestling games, I don't think you can really compare one to the other. They're just they're just too different yeah. from each other.
0: Obviously, Fire Pro has got the advantage of coming out, you know, nearly 20 years later, and various advances and things that it can do that no mercy couldn't do but then no mercy is is the better game to just pick up and play and just have a little fun with your mates so those yeah. are two different criteria really
1: yeah I, yeah i think that's it if you just want to pick up and play let like you say play with your mates get no mercy if you really want to get your teeth into a you know a more a more simulation side of yeah, things a wrestling simulator um, yeah then you know fire pro and like i say if you go for the pc version then, you know, there's still ways to download the um, creator wrestlers and stuff on PS4 but everything's made so much easier on PC so
0: go for I the think, PC version I think if, you if, can. You're going, if you're going to be editing things as well, I think it's probably a lot easier to use the mouse and stuff Yeah, than, than the control yeah. pad <laughs> Okay, so that's um that's our wrestling special, then. That was fun, wasn't it? That good, that was, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. So next month we're going to be doing Kirby, yeah? Yep. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh. Okay, that's good. So <laughs> not much else to say in ah, um, Decided that earlier. Decided that earlier, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry to. Uh, I know everyone was just sticking around to see what the next game we are going to play. <laughs> that's the only reason anyone listens to the podcast, I think blown it already um so if you uh i'm going to try and do all three of these in one go right here we go here we go here we go okay right email uh up at gmail.com twitter we are at podum up and dot live is our website
2: yes i did it yes
0: yeah so that's us let us know stuff let us know what you think about uh, these games wrestling uh Sonic Origins, anything you want to talk to us about really, uh, book club suggestions just email us or tweet us, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I've been putting some wrestling music uh, into this episode, uh, as the listeners will have heard, so I'm going to close the show on, I think uh, the greatest lyrics to a song ever this is the theme tune to Mr. Ass
1: I knew! <laughs> I was going to say that
0: <laughs> I love, I love. do you know why I love this song, it's because right um, back in the day I um, I had a my mum had a video camera right, um, and the, the Saturday afternoons they'd be out because I used to run a shop, so they'd be out. I'd be at home on my own. So Martino and his friend Martin would come around and they would do they would do their own little wrestling matches in our living room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll cut this out just in case, just on the slightest chance that my mum ever listens to this, but they would do I'd film them and they'd do a little, little wrestling match and do things and they would there was also a clip where I wish I still had this I think Tino's got it somewhere but there was a clip where they would do like a little music video to the Mr. Ass theme <laughs> <laughs> and it was just oh, I think every time I hear it I think about particular moves that they did during that <laughs> song and it just makes me burst out laughing every time because <laughs> it's such a ridiculous song <laughs> it is it really is. It's, it's a
1: ridiculous gimmick. It's in a ridiculous In an, an comu- era of ridiculous, ridiculous
0: gimmicks. gimmicks. Yeah, a man who is obsessed with his own ass, basically. And in the song, he's kind of, he goes from wanting to kick an ass to wanting to, like, I don't know, praise it and things. I don't know. Pick but anyway, it. I and pick it. One, 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 one of the lyrics is, I love to love him. I love to kick him. Something like that. And then he goes, I love to pick him. I mean, I love to what, pick does that him. Even, what does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Oh, anyway. So, have a listen. This is entrance music to Mr. Ass, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.
1: Bye.
3: I'm an nice ass man. Yeah, I'm an nice ass man.